Amen. God is good. I said God is good. He's good all the time. Amen. Praise God. Sometimes we can't praise Him and worship Him because of all of our troubles. But our troubles are relative, folks. Amen. Sometimes we think it's bad. We don't know how bad can be. Amen. Things could be far worse than they are. I'm just thankful they're not any worse than they are. It's bad enough as it is. I'm thankful that God's given me a little bit of grace. Give me a Wednesday night. I could come into the house of the Lord and I could cast all my cares on Him. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. I read the story about a man who came to his rabbi complaining about how life was so unbearable and he just didn't know if he could take it anymore. He said, there are nine of us living in one room. And he said, it is just more than I can take. The rabbi looked at him and said, well, I'll tell you what to do. You go home and take a goat and bring him into your living room. And the man was looked at the rabbi and thought, what in the world? Is, what do you mean bring my goat? He said, I'm telling you, go home and bring your goat into your house and come back and see me in a week. So the man left. In a week, he showed back up. He said, Rabbi, I just thought it was bad. He said, I'm telling you, it is so bad right now that I cannot stand it. He said, that goat is filthy. Our house is a mess. Rabbi said, okay, I'll tell you what you do. You go home and let the goat out and come back and see me in a week. So he went home and let the goat out. And when he came back the next week, he had a big smile on his face. The rabbi said, how are things? He said, life is beautiful. <laughs> life is good. We're enjoying every minute of it without the goat. Only the nine of us. Amen. Amen. You just think life's bad. I'm telling you, there's places that you don't even want to go tonight. God's been good to all of us. And I'm thankful, if nothing else, I'm a survivor. Praise God. Sometimes that's all I can praise Him for is that I have survived. I'm still here. I may be beat up, bruised, and battered, but I'm still here. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles and you would like for a few moments, go with me to the Word of the Lord. And I really, I, my soul is torn between two. I can't preach both of them, so I guess I'll just have to pick one of them. But I, I feel like the Lord wants to talk to us tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15, and I would like to read uh, verse number 5. Genesis 15 and verse 5. Speaking of Abraham, And the Lord brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven. And tell the stars, or count the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. 
Amen. And the next verse is so powerfully important. And he believed in the Lord. Amen. And he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Everybody said amen. God bless you. My subject tonight is simple. Look. Everybody say look. <laughs> amen. Turn to your neighbor and say look. Amen. You may be seated. There are times that God's word to us is so pressing and urgent that it demands our immediate attention. That word is so pertinent to where we are and what we're going through that we can't afford to mark it and read it later. We've got to go to it right then. There are times that God's message is so urgent and needful and pressing and crucial that it is a command that comes to us. Not a suggestion, not an offer, but a command. And it was so in the words that we've read from tonight. Abraham was commanded by God to do something that would help him in a very difficult time in his life. What you need to do is this, and you need to do it now. Everybody say now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when you feel like it, not when things look better, but now, immediately, promptly, today, this moment, he said, I want you to look. Some things cannot wait. They have to be done now. Everybody say now. So God sent me tonight with a now word. Not a word for you next week or next month or something that you're going to go through in time to come, but a word for now, this moment, this hour, this time. There is no mention in Scripture that anything was really wrong with Abraham. There was nothing that had been publicly said, and yet God sensed the inner struggles that were going on inside of Abraham's heart and mind. The quiet wanderings of this man, the private thoughts that were in his mind were important to God. It is so important for you to understand tonight that nothing is insignificant to God when it comes to your well-being. God is concerned about you and I at every moment of our life. Abraham was most undoubtedly afraid, though he had not really voiced those fears. There were fears in Abraham's heart. He was discouraged, no doubt, 
there were things that had made him a bit anxious. God had made some great promises to him. But those promises had been in times past. And nothing in his present life seemed to have changed that would have helped facilitate those promises coming to pass. And so questions were forming in his mind as to how God was going to work this out. He said, I go childless. I have no one to be my heir. And yet I have all of these promises that God has given to me. And so God takes Abraham on a journey. God takes Abraham on a tour of the eternal. And he will do the same for you and I tonight. My question to you before we go much further is what are the private thoughts that you have concerning your life and God's work in your life? What are the fears that come in the night? And what are the questions that lurk in the shadows of the mind? Maybe an empty purse or a poor outlook for business or perhaps a family problem. Rumors of health scares or other impending issues. The waywardness or misgiving of children or family members. The questions that come to us over and over. Can we trust God in this situation? Perhaps the quality of life that we have known is not what it used to be. And there are many things that make us anxious. And God is concerned about every one of them. Our location right now is not lost to God. He knows where you are. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're dealing with. He knows what you're battling. He knows what you're fighting. He knows all of the secret things that go on in the mind that you never speak with your words, but they are there in your heart. And so for Abraham, he takes him on a journey. Behind Abraham are the tents of his family where every eye is closed in slumber, but no sleep will come to Abraham tonight because God has him on a journey. Abraham looks out and around him stretches the great solitude of the plain, the hills of Hebron in the distance, the firmament above him, the, 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 the clouds, the sky, the star that seemed to hang in that endless Milky Way. There in that clear eastern night, the breeze is blowing God begins to speak to Abraham, and God takes him on a journey. And he starts that journey by telling Abraham to do one thing, and that is look. Look. Everybody say look. But don't just look anywhere, and don't just look anytime, but look now and look 
heavenward. And when you look heavenward and you begin to see what is before you, you will begin to understand what I need to say to you. You see, there are times that it is necessary for us to bring the sense of eternity to bear upon our present frustrations and our temporary problems. It is important for us when we are dealing with fear and we are dealing with uncertainty and we deal with discouragement and we are battling the ever-present fears of life that we bring to bear upon those things a sense of eternity. That what we are dealing with is really temporary. It will pass. But those things, those things that you see before your eyes, you can count on them tomorrow and the next day. Look, he said, and consider Look and be reminded that if God is going to help you, this is where it begins. It begins with a look. Amen. Everybody say it begins with a look. It begins with a look. So many times in life it helps to just look. Amen. It helps to just Open our eyes and see what is there. Not merely to gaze at something, but the word look in the Hebrew context means to consider, think about, regard, pay attention to, be alert to what your eyes are beholding. And in that moment of time, God takes Abraham on a journey. And when one starts this exercise that God suggests to his friend, how often it is able to settle down our fears and our worries. For when we look, we are reminded of how little we know and how much there is still to know. When we lift our eyes to the heavens and we behold the wonders of God's creation, we realize just how little we do know about life in its present form. As intelligent as we are and as well informed as we may be, we still know so little. Amen. Abraham, look. What you know is nothing compared to what I know. Look. Abraham, look. Compared to what you're going through, look at what I've already done. And when you compare what I've already done with what you're going through, do you not understand that if I can do this, I can fix that? Oh, oh yes, Abraham, Look now, look now. When life gets too cramped here, it will do all of us good to look up and discover that God is not out of options, though we may feel like we are. That when we lift our eyes and we behold the heavens, 
we realize that the half has yet to be told and that God still has space. He still has room. We may feel boxed in. We may feel like we don't have any options, but when you look, you realize God still has plenty of room to work. God still has plenty of space to take care of. Abraham, I want you to look, but I want you to do more than look. He said, I want you to count the stars. Count the stars. Now, according to the men of science, the naked eye, unaided by any other lens, can see about 10,000 stars on any given night. But in our Milky Way, which is of average size, and average size means that it's only 120,000 light years across. And there are in that Milky Way that we are a part of 400 billion stars. And in the universe, there are 170 billion galaxies which measure 13.8 billion light years away in any direction. Now, that means, if you're a mathematician, that there are 10 to the 24th power stars in our universe. Now, I want to ask you, is your problem really that great? I'm not making light of our problem. I'm just saying that if you'll just look, you'll see that your God is greater than your problem. That if you'll just open your eyes and look in the right direction, maybe that's our problem. We've not been looking in the right direction. We can get so caught up in our problems and we can get so focused on what's wrong in life that that's all that we see. And we can get so hung up on what's wrong and what's not working and people that let us down and people that betray us and and jobs that that let us down and lay us off. We're not careful. We get so consumed in that that we fail to see that God is still able. Amen. God is still able. Abraham, count. And as you count, so shall thy seed. How many blessings do you want in your life? You need to start counting. Instead of counting your troubles, start counting God's points of life that are out there shining down on you right now saying, God is able. God is mighty. God is powerful. God is so awesome that just at his word, all of that came into existence. With just the word, let it be, all of a sudden there's 300 billion, 400 billion, 500 billion, 10 to the 24th power. Stars. Billions upon billions of stars. And if God could do all of that with one statement, 
What could God do with your situation in just one word? Amen. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I don't even believe God had to say, there be. All I believe he had to say was let, and it happened. You know, God doesn't have to give you a book or a ream of paper full of things that you need to go back and memorize. All you need to know is God is. He is able. He is present. He is here. He is strong. He is mighty. He can do anything. Nothing is impossible with him. And when you get that in your mind, you can step up into a world of problems and say, Hey, trouble, you're nothing compared to my God. Hey, fear, you're nothing compared to what my God can do. Amen. When you look and see the vastness of God's power, you are reminded that you may be limited, but God is not. My goodness. And God is not little. I was standing out the other night on a clear night, and I'm telling you, there were stars that were places I didn't even know a star could be. And they looked like this majestic, I don't know what you call it, But I got to looking at those stars and I thought, God, every night you let them shine just to remind me that though I may be limited, you're unlimited. And even if the clouds cover them up, they can't stop them from shining. And that if I wait long enough, the clouds are going to clear and the stars are going to come back and they're going to be right where they've always been. The eastern star has not moved from its location since God said, let there be. You tell me anything else in your life that stayed that stable and that secure. I'm telling you that God has something to say to us tonight. And it's look, lift up your eyes and look and count and know that I am bigger than your problem and I'm greater than what's against you right now. Come on, praise him with me right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You see, when we take time to look, we find that God's answers are bigger than our problems. Hmm. Bigger than our questions. Bigger than our fears. Amen. God's answers, they're there. Count them. Abraham, count them. Amen. Somebody say count them. Count them now. Walk into your trouble right now and just start counting. This is how God loves me. That's how God takes care of me. Look at what God's done there. Look at what God did there. Look at what God did there. Look at what God did there. Look at what God's doing over there. Look at what God's done there. It's about time that some of us walked into our problem and started counting the many ways that God has already proven to us that he's faithful, that he's just, that he's kind, that he's merciful, that he loves me, that he wants to help me, that he wants me to succeed in life. Amen. Somebody say count. Amen. Bigger than any human problem that I may be facing. When we look, we discover that our problems are always overshadowed by his greatness. Every time we step out and look up, we ought to be reminded that overshadowing us are God's great 
miraculous promises. His provision is bigger than my problem. Amen. His provision. Look, God has made room for all of us. Amen. Look and see that God can be trusted. Amen. God can be trusted. The stars are not going to fall tonight just because your world is falling. You can step out and lift up your eyes and realize God's upholding all things. He upholds all things by His Word. He's going to uphold you by His Word. I don't care what anybody else's word is against you. God's word is what's going to uphold you. Not what somebody else says about you or says to you or says for you or against you. God's word is what's going to uphold you. He upholds all things by his word. That's what Hebrews promises me. And that's what I stand on tonight. That no matter what anybody else says against me, they can never trump what God has already said for me. That no matter who may be against me, if God is for me, go ahead and stand up if you want to. I'm just here to tell you that when God is on your side, you don't have to worry about what is against you. Amen. When you look and realize that he has sustained the universe for thousands of years, we don't even know how long. We know the existence of man on earth or just or, or some, some roundabout figure of years, but we don't even know how long this universe and this world was in existence before man came. But however long it was, it has not changed. That star still where it's always been. Amen. That big dipper, that little dipper, it may move, it may seem like it moves. It doesn't move, you're moving. The earth is moving. The axis of the earth. But that thing is still always right there. And if you stay put long enough and don't run off, you'll find yourself back where you can see that again. Amen. What are you saying, Brother Hughes? I'm saying that before you count, your calamities, you might ought to count your stars. <laughs> Woo! Oh, there's one. There's one. There's one. That's a promise. 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 Amen. Praise God. Before you mount your platform of calamity and woe, maybe you need to exercise God's plan He laid out for Abraham. And it was simple. Look. Now, heavenward. Look now, heavenward. Lift up your eyes. Walk into your trouble and start counting the ways that God loves me. Amen. God loves me. Amen. God, how many, God's taken care of me. You go back in life and you see all those points along life's way where if it had not been for the Lord on your side, the enemy would have consumed you. But here you are tonight. You may be bruised and battered, but you're still here. So why am I saying that? I'm simply saying that God sent me tonight to tell somebody. His word for you is simple. Look now heavenward. Amen. Quit looking at your calamities. Quit focusing on your fears. Quit giving all of the attention to your problems and start looking to your God. Because your God is able. Look and see what God has already done. 
Amen. Look at what he's already done. If he can do that, surely he can do this. If you feel hemmed in on every side, you're not hemmed in overhead, look up. Lift up your head. Oh, ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And what did the psalmist say? If you do that, the king of glory shall come in. Would anybody like the king to visit your place tonight? Would anybody like the king to visit your home tonight? Then look up. Lift up your head, O your gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Hallelujah. Amen. Look now, heavenward. If you feel like you don't have anywhere to turn, just look up. When you question what God can do, look up and see what he's already done. Amen. Look. Look up. If you're going to get out of the dilemma that you're in, you're going to have to do it looking up. There are times that I would like to just go shake people and say, would you please open your eyes and just look? Amen. I want to shake them till their teeth rattles. Look. 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 Has God ever failed? Never. He shall not fail. Has God ever been disappointed? No. God shall not fail nor be disappointed. That's what the scripture says. Never. Never. Everybody say never. 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 He will not fail. The grass keeps growing. Look. As much as you think the world's going to come to an end tonight, the water keeps flowing. The seasons keep changing. The price of gas is going down. Hallelujah. Sugar may be going up, but gas is going down. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The sun keeps shining. I thought I'd never make it through another day, but here I am. More than a day. More than a year. More than a month. Amen. Look. Say, say it with me. Look. Look. Open your eyes. Don't look here. Look there. Don't look at what's happening to you. Look at what God has done for you. Amen. Am I getting my message through to anybody? Look. Open your eyes. If you look up, you'll get up. I said, if you look up, you'll get up. If you look up, you'll stand up. If you look up, you'll go up. I've never seen anybody get up and make any progress in life that was looking down. Amen. I've never seen anybody get out of a problem staring at their problem. I've never seen anybody get out of trouble talking about their troubles. I feel like I'm whittling on the same old log I've whittled on for a long time around here, but maybe it's because some of us had not got the message yet. We're still whining in our milk. And I'm not making light of that. I know how hard life is, 
And I know what life can do to you and beat you down. But I'm here to tell you that when the world is beating you down, God is trying to give you a word that will lift you up. And he said, if you'll just look up, if you'll just lift your eyes and look at the heavens and start counting, wade into your problem, wade into your obstacles, wade into your mountains and start counting the ways. God has been good. God has been faithful. God has taken care of me. God met that need. 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 I was remembering today while we were while I was here in the auditorium praying, talking to the Lord. I remembered some times in, in my life earlier when we were our back was against the wall financially. We we didn't even have the money to pay medical bills and get a phone call and say, Brother Hughes, I need you to come by the office. I have something I need to give you. Go by the office and be handed a check. I didn't ask for it. I didn't even let anybody know I had a problem. But God knew I had a problem. And the check was for the very amount that I needed to pay for the medical expenses. Not just one time, but many times. Some of you are sitting here right now. You know what I'm talking about. When you needed it, God sent somebody. I walked out one day and opened my mailbox and the, deliver, the mailman didn't deliver it, but somebody had brought an envelope by and dropped it in my mailbox and said, the Lord just laid it on my heart that we needed to do this for you. You've come too late to tell me God can't. Amen. So what you need to do, you need to look. You just need to lift up your eyes and start counting. There's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. All of those things there are past works. They're things that God's already done. So when you start looking at the star, in essence, you're looking at what God's already done. How many times has God already bailed us out? How many times has he already seen us through? You say, Brother Hughes, I need an answer tonight. So do I. But you know what? I found out I'm not going to get an answer from God looking in my troubles. I'm not going to get an answer from God whining about what's wrong in my life. I'm going to get an answer by lifting my eyes to God's unlimited power and God's unlimited ability to do what needs to be done at the right time. If you look up, you'll get up. You can only climb as you look up. You cannot climb a mountain looking down. And the direction of your look will determine the discoveries that you make. And if all you're getting is more heartache and trouble, maybe you need to change your look. Amen. If all you're dialing in is more negative influences and more voices that are confusing the picture even worse than it already is, maybe it's time that you look up, tune out, tune in. Amen. 
So, Brother Hughes, that sounds like a simplistic answer to a complicated problem. No, that's just God's answer for Abraham. Abraham was worried about how, how, how all these things are going to be. God, I don't have an heir. I don't have a son. I don't have anybody to pass. I don't have anything going for me right now. And God saw all of that going on in his heart. And he said, Abraham, I want to tell you what you need to do. Look. Count. Amen. You know what God told me a few days ago? He said, you need to, you need to walk in to your problems and start recounting my greatness in your life. You need to walk into your problems and start counting the provisions that I have made for you in times past. You need to walk into your fears and start counting my faithfulness to you. How many times have I been as low as a snake belly and I didn't think I could make it another day and I stepped into a service and before I left, it was like arms reached underneath me and just picked me up and put me on my feet. And I walked out of church a different person than I came. How many times has God done that? Walk into your fears and start recounting God's faithfulness. How many times has God seen you through? How many times has God been there? Right on time. Never late. May not be early, but he's never going to be late. But early, that, that's, that's our term. God's always on time. Amen. Somebody say, look. That's what I need to do is look. I need to look in the right direction. I need to look to the right things. Problems may be all around us, but there are also possibilities. And When I look, I realize that God is still able. There's a reason God speaks to us like that. There's a reason that God says do it now, because now is when we need it. God sent me tonight on a Wednesday night to tell somebody you need to do it now. Now. Get your eyes off of your problems, what's wrong in your life, what's not working out, and start looking at what God has already done. Amen. If he is able to do that, then certainly he is able to help me. My look will determine my life. Amen. Look at what you're doing to yourself and your family if you don't keep your eyes on the right thing. Amen. If you be able to number, if you can count them, Abraham, that's how your seed will be blessed. What wealth of knowledge and encouragement I can gain by simply looking. Amen. Look. Everybody say look. Amen. Open your eyes and look. Now, heavenward. Amen. Let's stand.